Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 55, and today I'm going to share with all of you a four-step process to help you kind of assess where you're at right now and to really help you start losing weight. So I'm excited to share that with you, and honestly, it all comes from a question that I get (laughs) on a fairly regular basis that drives me nuts. So part of this may seem like a little bit of a rant, but I promise we're going to get to some good stuff and some really practical things that you can use. So let's start with that question, okay? See, it never fails. When the world is normal and everything isn't being canceled due to COVID, and I'm out and about at some sort of a social function, a dinner party, a wedding, a church function, or maybe just hanging out with friends and family, I always get a ton of different questions about exercise or, hey, is this food good or is this food bad? And tell me about keto or what about intermittent fasting or, you know, how about this new workout that I heard of? Or what do you think about this gym or that gym? I get all of those questions and it's okay. Like, I don't mind it. I'm happy to help as much as I can. I really want to. But (laughs) there is one question that I routinely get asked that honestly kind of drives me a little nuts. And it drives me nuts for two reasons. One, because the person usually asks it just to kind of be cute and funny and get a response from everyone else. They're looking to be more the life of the party than they are to really get a real answer. And then number two, it drives me nuts because it's an unanswerable question. So let's get to that social setting in our mind, okay? We're all standing around maybe munching on appetizers or people are sipping their wine or drinking beer And someone looks over at me and says, so Corey, how do I get rid of this? As they reach to grab their belly or their love handles or whatever part of their body that they feel is kind of extra fat. How do I get rid of this, Corey? (laughs) Now, (laughs) even though everything inside me wants to just scream and respond with, oh, wow, you know, that's a great question. I've never heard that one before with enough added sarcasm that we could all just lay down and swim in it. That's what I want to do. Even though that's how I want to respond, I don't. (laughs) I don't respond like that because, number one, I don't want to be a total jerk. And number two, like, there's a part of me that gets it. I mean, if I were in their shoes, I might ask a very similar question. So I I want to really extend some grace and try to provide some helpful yet realistic guidance. So I usually say, you know, look, first of all, you're already pretty amazing just how you are. And I bet... You're in pretty good shape, too, and I bet you enjoy your life, too. So the real question is, do you really want to give up everything that you'll have to give up in order to lose that? Because that's just the truth, guys. Now, for some people right then and there, they get it. It's like, bing, it's like a light bulb goes off or turns on in their head, and they go, nope, you know, I don't want to give up my beer or my wine or my desserts or my lazy afternoons on the couch. And actually, if I'm honest with myself... I just don't want to change anything about my life right now. So sure, I wish this extra fat or my tummy or love handles or whatever, I wish it wasn't there, but it doesn't bother me bad enough to really and truly do something about it. 
then I love it. That's just tremendous self-honesty, and that's great. And sometimes that's the end of the conversation, and we're on to talking about sports or the weather or whatever. But for others, the light bulb doesn't flip on there. And they're a little more serious and a little more persistent, and they say something like this. Well, yeah, sure, my life isn't that bad, but really, like, how do I get rid of this? What do I need to do? What do you recommend? Okay, my first reaction, or excuse me, my first recommendation is to not even ask that question. (laughs) My first recommendation is to not ask a $500 question in a 50-cent setting. It's kind of like running into a doctor at a wedding reception and saying, hey, doc, hey, hey, listen, um, I sometimes have this pain in my shoulder and it gets much worse when I urinate. So what should I do? <laughs> what? What? That's pretty absurd, right? I mean, the doctor doesn't know your medical history. They have no idea that, you know, what you've been doing or eating or drinking or what medicines you're taking. They don't know your family history. And to make an educated medical decision, they need so much more information and so much more time. Well, guess what? It's the exact same for me. To truly help someone lose weight and get rid of belly fat or whatever kind of fat, I need so much more information and so much more time. And in reality, you probably don't even want the real answer right then and there. But then it hits me. They're asking this question because they don't realize how complicated the answer truly is. They think it has a simple answer. They're waiting for a basic two-minute response like, Oh, man, you want to get rid of that belly fat, you got to cut, cut out carbs. I'm telling you, that'll do it. Just cut out those carbs and go keto. Or, you know what, just start doing one hour of cardio every morning. Man, that burns fat like crazy. Or, stop eating after 5 p.m. Just don't eat anything after 5, and that'll, that'll really, really help. Or, you know what, you got to do high rep ab work. Oh, you know, crunches and leg raises and planks at least four days per week. You can't just work out abs once or twice per week. That doesn't burn f- burn off that belly fat at all. You know, you got to go four or five days per week with hit really high reps to burn that fat. That's what they're waiting for and hoping for and maybe maybe even expecting. But that's not what I'm going to say because it isn't the truth and it doesn't work. Losing body fat, regardless if it's coming from your belly or your thighs or your arms or your hips, it doesn't matter. Losing fat from anywhere on your body is not as easy or simple as cutting out a certain food or food group or jacking up your exercise. So rather than spout off some quick but totally lame response, instead of that, I take a few minutes and I try to guide them through a process to help them understand how to best, as they would say, get rid of this. And in the rest of today's episode, I'm going to break it down and walk you through the same step-by-step process that I try to guide them through. And I promise if you'll pay attention and use what I'm about to share, it could be a very powerful tool to really assess where you are now and to help you take the right steps towards weight loss. Okay, you ready? Grab a pen and a pad. I'll wait. You can pause me. Okay, you back? (laughs) Here we go. So here's the four-step process. And I've never really thought of it as a process, to be totally honest. Um, (laughs) I just got this question kind of recently And coming away from it, I thought through what I normally do. And I was like, you know what? I really guide people through these four things. And that's why I'm here sharing it with you guys. So the structure of it, you'll see, is there's a realization and then a question and then a realization and then a question. Okay? So RQ, RQ. Realization, question, realization, question. 
First is the realization, the first one. And that realization is this. There is no one thing, no one thing that will solve all your problems, no one thing that will magically work, no one thing that I can tell you in two or three minutes that you can start doing tomorrow that's going to make a difference. So that's the first realization is that the answer to your question, the solution to your problem is more complex than what you think it is. There's no one magical thing. That's realization number one. After that, you've got to ask yourself a question. Is it worth it to me? You can accomplish whatever you want with your body. I, I routinely tell people this when I'm in that setting. Look, you can do whatever you want to with your body, but you've got to ask yourself, is it worth what I will have to do and give up in order to achieve that? That's a legitimate and serious question that you have to ask yourself. And if the answer is no, boom, you're done. <laughs> you can stop the pod, this, this episode and go on to something else in your life. But if the answer is yes, well, then you move on to step three, which is the next realization. And that is, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take some courage to face your own fears and shortcomings and doubts. But it is possible, and you can do it. So that's the next realization. And then that brings us to the final thing, which is another question. What solution am I going to believe in and commit to? Maybe it's a trainer. Maybe it's a popular weight loss program. Maybe it's becoming part of my inner circle. Maybe it's someone or something else that you connect with and you've read about or you've seen. Regardless, if you're going to be successful, you must answer the question, what solution am I going to believe in and commit to? And there must be three things, okay? Pay attention. Listen, guys, there must be three things if you're going to be successful. Number one, you have to have belief in your coach or in the program or the process that you're using. If you do not believe in your coach or the program or the process that you're using, don't even start. You might as well just stop. Matter of fact, in the previous two episodes, I think numbers 53 and 54, my wife Allie told her story of overcoming some incredible hurdles in life and really just growing as a person and, and getting to a much better place in life. And as we were preparing for those episodes, one of the main things she shared with me, and I can't remember if she shared it on the podcast, was this. She worked with a, a counselor who was a specialist in cognitive behavioral therapy. And she said, man, Corey, one of the most powerful things for me was is when I was doubting myself and when I didn't think I could do it, when I didn't think I could be successful, she believed in me and she knew that if I just followed the steps and if I just listened to her, that I would be successful. Guys, that is powerful. That is powerful. So you've got to have belief in your coach. My wife believed in her counselor. She believed in her therapist. And if she didn't, that whole process would have crumbled. So number one, you've got to have belief in your coach or the program or the process that you're using. Number two, you've got to have, and this comes right off that first one, you've got to have belief in yourself, at least just enough belief in yourself to get you started and get going. And then you can just lean on the belief in your coach, like I was talking about with my wife. I call this borrowing belief. At times, you may not believe in yourself, but you can borrow belief from someone else. This is one of the most amazing things that a great coach can do. Recently, a lady in my inner circle, she said, man, in the midst of all the craziness of life, I'm down three more pounds. 
I lost 25 pounds last year, but I had regained seven. My typical pattern would be to give up and regain all the weight. But Corey's practical nutrition guidance and in all capitals, she's put insatiable positivity (laughs) that kept me from quitting. And now I'm down 21 pounds and counting. Now what she refers to as insatiable positivity, that's actually just her borrowing my belief. She sees and senses and feels the belief that I have in her and in the process that I'm teaching her. And that belief or positivity, it's like fuel. It's fuel that keeps her going when life is crazy and times are tough. And because of that, she didn't quit. She didn't regain all her weight. She's down 21 pounds and she just lost three. So, Number one, you need to have belief in your coach or your program or process that you're using. Number two, you've got to have enough belief in yourself just to get the ball rolling and then be willing to borrow belief from your coach. And then number three, commitment. Now, <laughs> commitment, that's a big word, right? But look, it's just def- it's defined this way. It's the state of being dedicated to a cause. Some of us like the idea of being committed, and for some of us it's scary and it seems totally overwhelming. But look, guys, all it means when it comes to losing weight and changing your body, all it means is that you're dedicated to yourself. That's it. You're dedicated to the cause of improving your body and your health. And it won't be perfect. And it won't be without mistakes or slips or mess ups or frustration. But when it's all said and done, you're not going to quit because commitment is being dedicated to you and your body and your health. That's all commitment is. So don't let it scare you and don't let it be overwhelming. Now, let's do a quick little recap, okay? Let's do a quick recap of that process because I I want to make sure you didn't get lost in it. So step one is to realize that there is no one thing. There's no one thing that I or anyone can tell you to magically solve all your problems and transform your body. Step two, ask yourself, is it worth it to me? Understand that you absolutely can do whatever you want. You can accomplish anything you want with your body. But is what you want, less belly fat, to lose 30 pounds, to see your abs, to wear a certain size again, whatever, is that thing, that goal, important enough to you to actually pursue? And if you answer yes, then you move to step three. Step three is to realize that just like anything in life that's worth doing, It's going to take some sacrifice, some work, and some time. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. It doesn't mean it'll be miserable. It just means that you're fully aware and ready for the sacrifice and the work and the time. And then step four is to find a solution that you believe in and then commit to it. Because once you have a little belief in yourself, a lot of belief in your coach or system that you're using, and some commitment, huh? You've already won half the battle. (laughs) A little belief in yourself, a lot of belief in your coach, and some commitment. Boom, you got it. But not so those are the four steps. But here's a bonus tip. Last but not least, don't ask five hundred dollar questions in a fifty cent environment. (laughs) Oh goodness. Okay, I'm kidding. So I'm sure I do the exact same thing when I meet professionals from other areas of life. So we're all guilty, right? Okay, guys, I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you'll maybe register for my free audio program, Catalyst. If you haven't already, you can find that down in the show notes or on my website. Or if you believe that becoming part of my inner circle 
might be the solution for you, then just shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll be happy to tell you more. I always love hearing from you guys, regardless of what it's about. That is it. Much love, my friends. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.